Hello, and welcome to a special summer edition of Harvard Kennedy School PolicyCast. I'm your host, Matt Cadwallader, and although we'll be back with new episodes in our regular format on August 28th, we're going to try something different today. Russell Simmons could rightfully be described as one of the most influential people in the history of hip-hop. In 1984, he co-founded Def Jam Records, signed artists like LL Cool J and the Beastie Boys. Jay-Z, Jay-Z, all right, uh, Kanye, right? Okay. Don't make me uncurrent. I'm not current, but I did sign those before I left. And he hasn't shied away from using that fame and fortune to amplify his strongly held convictions on things like gun control. There's no good reason to have assault weapons. You're going to shoot the police when they come to your crib, as they say, in case the police show up, the redcoats show up. What, what? It's a shame that we have to wait to Sandy Hook when 54 kids get shot in Chicago in a weekend and we don't talk about it on the news. Or when the congresswoman gets shot in the line of duty, but then there's 50 kids shot in Chicago, 20 of which are completely innocent, weren't working for anybody, it wasn't their job to get shot. Just lived in a community where violence is so rampant and guns are so available. And he's even been named Person of the Year by the people for the ethical treatment of animals. Float a battleship with the cow, the water you waste on a cow that didn't need to be born into suffering. If not for the corporate lobby, could we waste these resource, the resources and come up with a burger like that, just like that easy? Whenever a celebrity wades into the murky waters of political discourse, he or she is often met with skepticism by the public. So we asked Simmons why he chooses to do it. Celebrity allows you the freedom to, to, and celebrity is only good in my opinion if you can use it to benefit others. So so for me, it's a must do. You know, I mean, they give me uh, a voice and people unfortunately listen to me and and other celebrities. And so for whatever reason, uh, I have a voice and I want to use it. I think as I get it, I give it, you know, And, and one of the things I'm given is a voice. And I, and I believe that my voice is um, it's useful in promoting compassionate policies and ideas. But beyond being outspoken about his political beliefs, Simmons has also actively used the convening power of his success to address issues as difficult and complex as a divide between the Jewish and Muslim communities in the Middle East and elsewhere. He was even named a goodwill ambassador by United Nations Secretary General Ban Ki-moon for his efforts. It's just an obvious thing. I had lots of Muslim friends and lots of Jewish friends, and the chief rabbis and the grand muftis of different places um, are, are, need dialogue. And so when we created dialogue in different places, like in Israel, we find that they, they find the sameness in their religions and in their, and in their aspirations. And that is a very, very good thing. When you think about people who are segregated or separated, uh, to find that they have so much in common, then they, they start to work towards you know, healing whatever wounds they have. And so we've done that. Um, we have in 36 countries, we have programs where they exchange pulpits and their congregations work together and create a harmony or a fight to uplift whatever poverty is in their communities, or they just have lots of different initiatives they're taking on around the world. But it's something that we like doing, and and I, I, I they're effective. The programs have been incredibly effective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the North American Board of Imams wrote letters to Hamas for the release of the Israeli soldier. Uh, the rabbis stood up, did I am Muslim too? Uh, rallies. Uh, which led to the end of the Peter King hearings, the witch hunt that was going on in Congress. Um, <clears throat> the rabbis stood up and said, we should have a mosque built right here by Ground Zero. Things that are obvious. Well, you know, they were promoting the First Amendment when they did that. Things that are obvious. 
they've been able to do for each other and fighting for the rights of others is our mantra because we believe that your rights that you take for granted are no good unless you use those that same energy that you fight or that, or you expect what your expectation is for yourself you should give to others and I think that's a pretty obvious thing to do it's written in every scripture in all all the prophets promoted it and there's no reason we shouldn't try to live by so it. what comes first the celebrity or the activist you know your level of happiness or success has nothing to do with your intention uh, very little to do with your intention and certainly nothing to do with your happiness so if you find these mantras these ideas um, when you're wealthy you may find some or, or the same mantras ideas when you're not I mean, because the worldly um, what you acquire in the world has again very little to do with your your intention or your your ongoing prayer or efforts so I just feel like this is just you know I've changed some we all evolve don't we I mean I've you know I used to eat pig feet I'm a vegan <laughs> I used to sell drugs I don't drink smoke or take drugs I used to do a lot of things I'm in a gang, I was in a gang now, I'm an advocate for nonviolence. All of us evolve, and the process of, of, of evolving is one that I've taken as a lifelong thing, you know, and I think uh, that experience of taking on that mantra is one that, you know, I, I found so rewarding, I like to share it, why I write books on the subject matter. I might have written the same books, but they wouldn't have sold as much. The fact that they sell as much is, as they do is is a bit of a blessing as it does help people uh, and that's the idea of the books right to inspire people but you know it's the, again the intention is greater than the result mm-hmm. so I've had these intentions and I think that they've come because of life's experiences and not the experiences of you know what I receive but the, the, the real learning experiences of giving I hope you enjoyed this brief summer edition of PolicyCast We're very excited for the return of our regular, unedited interviews every week, beginning again on August 28th. And I encourage you to join the conversation on Twitter at hashtag PolicyCast or on the Kennedy School's Facebook page. Thank you.